0: Hey, Mr. Ornstein,
1: here I am. Um, Welcome back to Wesley Good. Um, This week we're talking about episode three of season two, Grilled Jesus. I'm Liz. (laughs) I'm Robbie. (laughs) You started when I was chewing. Why (laughs) did you take a bite when we started recording? Oh, I'll start again. Like, no, no, we're going,
0: we're going. I'm Robbie.
2: I'm
1: willing. And that's all of us. <laughs> Robbie's still chewing. So he can't tell you about this episode.
0: Okay, today we're talking about episode three of season two.
1: Ironically, about a snack.
0: Yeah, episode called Grilled Jesus. Uh And I'm going to read to you the Wikipedia summary like we always do. I'm ready. Um, there's pizza in my teeth. Um... Upon seeing the face of Jesus in his grilled cheese sandwich, Finn has an existential crisis. (laughs) Because of this, the members of the Glee Club discuss religion and its significance to them, but this is uncomfortable for Kurt, who is an atheist and who is facing his own more serious crisis when his father Bert (laughs) has a heart attack and becomes communist. Sue questions her own beliefs and talks to her sister Jean about God. Why is that its own sentence at the end of the recap?
2: First Sorry, of all, I first actually have a different pizza because like, you're going to do that again next.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not. I'll cover it up with a little
2: napkin.
1: Thank you. I have a flag, which is that his own more serious crisis implies that Finn's experience here was, in fact,
2: a some crisis. level of serious.
1: <laughs> some level of serious
0: crisis. I think we're supposed to take it as that an we'll existential
1: there, like... crisis. Okay, yes. so this, honestly, when I think of Glee, this is one of my favorite plots. Of all time,
2: it's it's bananas. a banana. Should we example. start
1: with a Finn voiceover? Yes. He, always uh, a good sign. Always a good sign. His mom wasn't home, so he had to make himself a snack, which is a very funny way to put that. <laughs> um, and he makes himself a grilled cheese on the George Foreman grill,
2: which he says doesn't make the cool grill lines since he tried to dry his gym shoes in it. But, but it still feels works.
1: like a very Michael Scott thing to do with your George Foreman.
2: Um,
1: Wait, and,
0: why were they? Hmm and he yeah. washed them or just they were. Or
1: washed. that was whatever the doesn't matter. and in his grilled cheese he sees the face of Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> I wanna know who made this prop.
1: It's oh, I read this. Uh, it was made using like delicate prop paint, and I, they made two hundred of them over the course of shooting. What? Holy
2: shit! Yes, how could they possibly? It's just like four three?
1: shots. Yeah, I, well, you remember like during the episode, he like carries it around in a Ziploc bag. Yeah, but you're
2: not zooming in. It could be any grilled cheese. I know, just no, make it just, once. Just do a couple of coverage well, shots. Lily, you're good to When go. you're an artist, <laughs> an artist. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you're dedicated to your craft, to
2: your it's like on Lord of the Rings where they made the like elaborate like Rivendell model so it could be zoomed in on like it was real life. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> I know because I watched <laughs> the extended cut. Hell yeah, I did. Um, so, anyways, he prays to the grilled cheeses for the football team to win. He says,
1: in return, cheesy lord, I'll make sure we honor you this week in Glee Club, which yes. is the perfect combination of like silly, sacrilegious, and fun. <laughs> yes,
2: it's good. It's a good start. It's fun. Um, and then we cut to Bert and Kurt. Um, Kurt's basically just bugging his dad to eat better because he says his typical breakfast is two beef jerkies and a beverage that is also not like something. Exam, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, it's, it, last week, Kurt was just, like, a boy who loves Britney Spears, and this week, he's, like, a three-dimensional character who yeah, loves so his dad and cares for him, which is fine when you have a cast this big. it's just right, right, can only totally put on like, yeah. Kurt week, finally. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's bugging his dad to eat better, but then his dad is like, hey, you're gonna be home for a Friday night dinner? And Kurt's like, no, I have to go to the Sound of Music sing-along. How dare you? Okay, here's I, a question
0: I have. Yeah. Who is he gonna go with? Is he going Mercedes. alone? I
1: don't know. But
0: she doesn't bring it up. I, it's just I weird. do what feel I those, do like he's just going
1: to go alone. It's weird. It's one of the, yeah, definitely like a plot that they like didn't think all didn't the way through. Like he yeah. has to go. Because um, he's like, this is
0: sacred to me. I go every year.
1: Have, well, yeah, because Bert's big thing is like they apparently have this big Friday night dinner every week that his mom, Kurt's mom, rest in peace, began this tradition. Yes, it's And weird. Weird. It, we're, I think it's implied that the reason Kurt's not excited this week is that Carol is coming.
2: Well, and he didn't go last week. Yeah, or it's for the same, the same reason. Yeah, like
1: yeah. he's not into Friday night dinners anymore with his dad because he doesn't, like Carol's not his mom and he feels weird about it, which is fair. That's a normal. Your parents
2: shouldn't really be allowed to change anything in your life. No tradition should ever change at
1: all, or you you should never invite anyone new into a tradition without having a family meeting about it and voting. Yes. I stand by that. That's Uh, why the three of us go for Thanksgiving every year and will until we die. (laughs) Um,
0: But yeah, it's a very normal teenage fight, but obviously presages everything that comes next. Sure, it's it's really one we should know. And
2: and then we're in the choir room. Um, Finn is presenting to the group his um, revelation. He does not explain the grilled cheeses part. He just says he he's says thinking about cheeses.
1: Uh, he says he's, he has an announcement to make. Mm-hmm. And Puck, maybe, says, oh, shit, he's coming out. Yes. And Finn goes, there is a man in my life, <laughs> which is so darling. <laughs> this is, like, right up there with um, oh, well, Sam immediately going, I don't know, I've never had any balls in my mouth, <laughs> as, like, a truly good...
2: Just also, like, when he says of that we cut away joke. at Kurt, yes. who, like, very subtly is just sort of like, Ooh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah more. I, I have, I have <laughs> a list
1: here of rankings of faces in this scene, and one <laughs> is Rachel's look of horror when <laughs> Finn reveals that he's into Jesus now, followed by Kurt's, like, interest-is-peaked face, followed by Will's just like, let him talk, guys, and Puck's deep frown. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh,
0: um, yeah, he says he loves Jesus now. Puck goes, that's even worse. Yeah. Hmm. Um,
2: They have a little fight, and I don't remember exactly how it goes, but it does involve Puck saying, I love Jesus Christ. He's my number one hebe. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: first, Kurt um, is like, I don't want to do... Will says, okay, we can do spirituality week. It's not about Jesus. It's about everyone's religion. Kurt's like, I actually am not cool with the church. They don't think... He says, um, most churches don't think very much of gay people or women or science. Fair. Which is like the opinion a 16-year-old boy has. Yes.
2: Not wrong, yeah, yeah. but also like that's
1: it's a perfect line for like a 16-year-old but right. be like, actually did you know that like churches are bad?
2: It's very like Nietzschean, <laughs> like I just read yes. The Stranger This Summer, God yes. is Dead.
1: <laughs> and also, yeah, Kurt is the only gay kid in his school, and he has probably not been accepted by a church before. Right. Um Yeah, anyways, that this is when Puck's also like, I'm also not super cool with the Jesus song. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um But yeah. then he's he sings, right? Proc is the
2: first yeah, one Yeah, he says sings? he's
1: going to perform a song by, uh, he's going to keep up his streak of only performing songs by Jewish artists.
2: <laughs> Which is when I learned that Billy Joel was Jewish. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> We're all learning things here today. Yeah, he does, um, Only the Good Die Young. Just it's actually it,
2: really fun.
0: Okay, but is it just, like, for fun and because Billy Joel is Jewish, or is it because it includes one line about Catholic both. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's literally Eating? just the, the barest of...
1: Also the possible... Threads. That, uh, because after this song is over, while we're still thinking about the final strains of Only the Good Die Young, Bert has
2: a heart attack. <gasps> Subtle.
1: Um, I, I imagine that was unintentional. <laughs> Let's not give, I don't know who uh, wrote this episode, but give them any credit. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> uh,
0: I can tell you I'm on a Wikipedia page, but oh, it's not type, important. Type, truly type, not type. important. Brad Falchuk.
2: Oh, my boy. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so Bert has a heart attack. And like he's like helping a customer and then he falls over and he's a hard tech. The show sits into like serious mode. I think it's done this once before, where like
2: the little all do soundless do do and yeah. yeah. The sound
0: gets totally muted out. We cut to Kurt in French class, no Spanish. No.
2: Not even. We cut to the Emma worst. taking a phone call, running to to Kurt, no, to no. Will's office. Of course. Kurt,
1: within for a second, you're like, hey. Maybe the, you know, Kurt is in the choir room and she's going to get Will before he goes into the choir room to let him know. No, Kurt is in French class. Yes. (laughs) She's gone to get Will for no reason. Sure,
0: this makes me mad, but then Kurt... It's subtitled what he's saying. Yeah,
1: he's talking to a Zimeo, I think. I yeah. think so. In what appears to be
0: fluid French. Fluent French, <laughs> and what he's saying is, I'm going to see The Sound of Music tonight, and we'll experience more art and artistry than you'll ever know in your entire life. Which is... Or something. Oh, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh,
2: perfect. Incredible. And like, he's still got um, the smirk of having said that on his face. When can we go back to how weird it is that Will is there. Yeah, Will, yeah, and, Emma. Will and Emma, right there, just both. Emma has her a, that's her job. That's her job. She's yeah. a guidance counselor. Yeah. Yeah. I've learned on TV that that's how you learn something happened to your parents. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did. That learn yeah. um, yeah. um, I learned that I'm By a guidance, guidance, guidance. guidance. By a guidance
1: <laughs> counselor who's like, "Can I talk to you for a minute?" And you're like, "Oh, my mom's dead. Cool." Cool, cool, cool! I learned this on TV.
2: Thank God Bert spoiler alert, does not die in this episode. Oh, it's really <laughs> it. It. it would really be
1: a bummer. Uh, <laughs> I only have, like so a few good things for this year, so <laughs> one of them is Bert Hummel. Um, yeah, so they they take Kurt to the hospital where they are shown waiting for a long time, and yeah. here's where it just like continues to be weird. Will and Emma at one point are holding hands yep, while okay. waiting. They're Where's not dating. Carol. With, this was my question too. And she's—it's
0: not an actor thing because she she's shows up. She's in this episode.
1: Where is Carol? Where is Kurt uh, and Bert? Have to have literally any other family. Yeah, um, that's just where it's like
0: clear that Glee never thinks once about the it, like it, it was so
1: It's, like, it's weird. like the adult in
2: the Peanuts cartoon. Like, yes. There's not
1: any. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's extra weird for Carol not to be there. Um, and I think it's sort of, be- it's literally the only reason Carol doesn't show up is so that later Finn can start this fight about not knowing yeah. about Bert yeah. being in the hospital. Oh, and it's also a so Will weird can do oversight. the
2: gross thing where he does the manly hand on the shoulder of yeah, Kurt. Yeah, he, he does like, a lot of, like, touching.
1: Oh. Then when the doctor finally comes to be like, it's not good, your dad's in a coma, um, come into the hospital room. They, like, instinctually go with him. They don't even ask, like, hey, we're your teachers and not your friends or your parents. Can we come right. into this room where your literal dad is lying on this hospital bed with you?
2: And I could see, again, Emma, I guess, like, no one else is there. He's a teen boy. This is her
1: job is to be like, play this right. role in emergency. I should, should we'll, probably go It's in incredibly then. presumptuous of Will to go. Also, who's teaching his Spanish classes? Well, is it, no, he doesn't teach his Spanish classes. <laughs> he's,
0: he's not taught Spanish once a this season. He, no.
1: Um, yeah, also, suddenly Kurt takes French, a class that did not really French <laughs> French um, So Kurt says, I need a moment, which is the appropriate reaction when you are kind of a young man who is used to taking care of yourself and your dad and like your dad and this, like whatever. And your teacher and will not leave you alone Spanish, with your father. And your Spanish glee club teacher is there, yeah. Um, and you they
2: finished Chris picture who, again, was a little weird to you last week about the Brick's last week
1: yelled at you, uh, oh, yeah. for, like, yeah. saying, yeah. yeah. we talked about this last week, that, like, Will has a clear, like, subtle issue with Kurt.
0: Yeah, is. it's weird. It's all weird.
1: Don't care for it. Um, yeah, again, it makes sense, uh, but Will's like, you sure you shouldn't be alone right now, buddy? It's like, leave, leave him alone.
2: <laughs> alone is better than with Will Schuster. I'm with Will Schuster. True. Yes. Emma should take that advice also.
1: We then cut to Finn praying again
0: is this when he prays to touch Rachel's
2: boobs Yeah, sure. he has
1: this, <laughs> yes he has saved his grilled cheese sandwich to be clear actually a very funny note in the first scene is that he cuts <laughs> the sandwich in half and eats the non-Jesus half
2: because he says he's so hungry he's so hungry which is something I do relate to I really do yeah I was psyched up for that grilled cheese sandwich I'm not ready to like pray and I'm just just hungry. not yet yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah so he prays he says some weird things about how Rachel's boobs aren't as good as Quinn's but they're still girl boobs which
2: he doesn't yeah. he doesn't directly compare Quinn he just says they're not good boobs which is but fair but they're still girl boobs
1: we've all seen Michelle. <laughs> um, have teenage boys before, so. Look, everybody's
2: boobs can't be great they're boobs, all different. but they're all girl boobs. great <laughs> in their own <laughs> way, but they're all girl boobs.
1: Um, yeah, it's very egalitarian of it. Yeah, it is uh, It is. But We find out very soon that Finn has no idea that his, like, yeah, soon-to-be this dad is I in was the I was hospital. like, oh,
2: not for... Yeah, but
1: for a second, you're like, oh, you're, you're praying about boobs? And not about your <laughs> soon-to-be dad? It will become a plot point, though, that he did not know. He did not know. Yeah, we're cutting him slack. I'm actually, like, cutting Finn a lot of slack with us. And then this we'll take, we'll take it right it's back. It's a good episode good episode In about five scenes, but
2: <laughs> but we do cut to the choir room. Um.
1: So Kurt is sitting there alone, and everyone basically like walks up in a line and says they're sorry. Yeah. Mercedes hugs, or Tina hugs him. Um, Brittany and Santana come up, and Santana, like, really genuinely is like, I'm so sorry to hear about your dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is lovely. And Brittany pulls a report out of her backpack and says, um, I made a book report about heart attacks in case you <laughs> want to give it to the doctors. No, first of all. <laughs>
0: which is a very funny line. How is it a, what book is it, what's what book is it a report
1: about?
2: <laughs> Second of all, it's all in construction paper. And Third crayon. of all, she says she got knocked down one letter grade because she wrote it in Cram.
1: I imagine that being a teacher at a public high school in Ohio is incredibly difficult.
2: <laughs> they have computers.
1: <laughs> Anyway, it's really sweet. It
2: is. Nancy and Tanner are like linking pinkies again. Oh, yeah. We're so sorry. Um, and then Mercedes sings I Look to You, which I, I think is just a straight-up gospel song. I could be wrong. Is it a pop song?
0: It's a, I mean, it's a Whitney Houston song.
2: Oh,
1: okay. Well, but it no, is like a...
0: First, it's it's
2: from her, like, gospel. This yeah. is
1: when... No, first Finn marches in, because he has found out since...
0: Right, right,
1: right, right. Yeah, he watches and oh. yelling about like how why would you not tell me why would you not call me the the Bert was in the in the hospital. Oh yeah, and Kurt like
2: is like he's my father. He's not yours. Kurt's
1: whole thing this episode is that he like turns very inward, which makes sense. His dad's in the hospital. He's been they've been a unit of two for so long, and he like very much does not want anyone. He doesn't want Will. He doesn't want prayers. Like, and he definitely doesn't want Finn, a man who's like been kind of weird to him before. Yeah, true, fair. Uh, Finn is understandably upset. Yeah. He's like, I heard about it in gym class. Like, I would have loved to have known. Bert um, is, you know, the father figure in my life. He says this really devastating thing about, I know it may not look like what everybody else has, but I thought we were sort of a family.
0: (sighs) Kill me. (laughs) (sighs) It's
1: like, so. It's lovely. It's lovely,
0: and then Kurt. Uh, lifts up his briefcase and lets him sit next to him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Kurt has a briefcase and tartan pants <laughs> and, and, a bad, <laughs> a, and a bad attitude. <laughs>
2: he's sweet. He like, he which like really applies to some... most Kurt scenes. Yeah, he
1: lets Finn sit next to him. Which and is then like Finn
0: nice. tries to put a hand on his shoulder and he goes, like he does a finger wag. <laughs> <laughs> he's
1: still Kurt. No, no, no. no, no, no we're no, not no, there. No, no. Yeah, no. Um, this is when Mercedes is like, I've been working on what to say to Kurt and I've decided it's going to be this gospel song. Yes. After all my strength is gone you I can be strong I look to you
0: I look to you still on the topic of like we're singing
1: about God this week
2: which brings us to Figgins office where Sue is complaining about him teaching like religious stuff in school first this
1: is when Kurt is like hey guys Oh, right, I'm an atheist. Right. Just to be yes. clear, it's not that I'm not into Jesus. I'm actually just like, I don't believe in this. Um, he's actually I think pretty emphatically against it. He's, he's pretty like, embatt- do not like,
2: s- say this in front of me, basically.
1: Yeah, Two, he's like, I think it's stupid in general, but more importantly, my wish right now when my dad's in the hospital is for you to not pray for him.
2: It's like, I like your thoughts. I don't need your prayers. Yeah. Or Which is something like that. Fair. Yeah.
1: Quinn, meanwhile, Quinn thinks that God can hear them.
2: Also, for the record... Not to get into issues of spirituality on this podcast, prayer is a solitary activity. If you want to pray for, for Kurt's dad and he just doesn't want you to do, do, do it, it to yourself, yourself. you don't, don't, don't do it in this demonstrative way. Yeah, he,
0: he doesn't want to hear about it.
2: Right.
1: right. Do whatever um, you want. is fair. Right. Yeah. Also, he's in a school, which we'll get into later.
2: Also, he's going through like a pretty rough week. Maybe he doesn't want to be like the center of attention while you sing at him. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, one thing that's weirdly really absent, and it's not really a big deal, but just the whole episode sort of confused me, is uh, we have no idea how Bert feels about religion.
1: No, we never really talk about it. That's true. Not even at the end. Which is what
0: you think would, like, right, like, what would his wishes be would
1: come up at some point. No, it's just Kurt's. Which, which is like a is conversation. Kind of <laughs> he, he, is, he is
2: in yeah. a coma and when he wakes up like you're not immediately gonna be like so this came up while you were asleep how do you feel
1: about no but you think Kurt would have an no, idea would be like, like it's, not, it's felt. not what he would want my dad's we never don't, been we religious
2: yeah, right. even when my gone mom died we didn't go
1: to church exactly like,
2: yeah at my mom's service we didn't do blah like yeah right. there, there were plenty of opportunities but they didn't go that way no instead
1: Kurt is a mean atheist and uh which is fine and
2: everyone else is suddenly aggressively spiritual out of nowhere
0: it's all the characters who like had hints of it, but you never. Well,
2: it c- so yes, so Mercedes kind of and sense, Quinn
1: but... are both explicitly religious, yes. and um, Finn now that he's found Jesus and a grilled cheese. Sure, yes. Um, we get Rachel and Puck a little better. Like, hey, we're we're Jewish. Yeah, we're not just culturally Jewish. We're like Jewish.
2: Whenever they feel like making a weird plot point about it.
1: Yeah, Whenever they feel like, well, like
0: Puck later is like.
1: He went to temple with his grandma. Yeah, to pray for Bert. That's really lovely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Texts really but nice. But implying yeah. that
0: he like generally doesn't. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, there are a few like Tina out of nowhere. Is, like you shouldn't talk about God that way. you like we have no concept for what yeah, Tina that one's believes. Weird. Which of course Tina's a character who gets thrown in there when they need her to say something. Right. Yeah. Yikes. Okay, so the, yeah, this is when
2: we get we go to Figgins' office. Suze upset that they're doing religion stuff Will says I'm giving a lesson on spirituality to which I can only say what the fuck lesson he what has, the fuck what lesson is t- what is he teaching they're just all
1: singing a song that maybe has the word God in it like Will that's la- the assignment. Will said
2: nothing like what um, is the lesson
1: so it's revealed that Sue has gotten Kurt to file a complaint
2: okay so side note and rewind well they were like singing spiritual songs and having a whole argument about yes. atheism and spirituality and mm-hmm. what Kurt wanted Will was just sitting there silently like, letting his students... Um,
1: thank God we don't get Will Schuster's take on spirituality. I don't want to take, I'm just saying
2: that's when you, as an adult, step in and are like, listen, this is well, neither well, the time nor the place. So here's the
0: other thing, which is that every choir in America sings Christian songs all the time because that's the majority of the Western canon at some point in time. <laughs> right. Like yes.
1: sing, every holiday season, you do a yes. holiday sing-along that has festival of lights in it, and you consider it to be, like, inclusive. Also, the, well, also the chorus is, like,
2: transcendent. Yeah, exactly. Right. you're like, singing hallelujah. Yeah.
0: It happens, especially in, like, an art class, right? It's going to come up. You're going to do a song. It's weird that he made a whole lesson out of it, but it's weird that he didn't defend it. Well, it's weird enough
1: to do it. Like, she sang a
0: Whitney Houston song. Yeah. They've done that before. It's good. Like, also, I don't know if you're allowed to do that. Right,
1: it's not everyone loves the waiting Houston. It's just the um, messaging of it. It's so Right. Weird. And he doesn't say like it was an academic approach where we you're taking yeah. a look at the ways in those like religion and music have been important and like in, integral to each other. He's just like, everyone gets to be spiritual this week. Right. Like, <laughs> but not me, thank God. God.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Finn found God. So.
1: <laughs> Finn found Jesus and a girl cheese. Um yeah, so Whatever. Sue got Kurt yeah. to file a complaint um, about the separation of church and state, which yes. is again good. And good. F-
2: Figgins is like, "Okay, stop." Basically, like, right? He's like, "No more." Which should be the
1: end of it. To right. be clear, yeah. you should be like, "You're right. You shouldn't do that." But instead, everyone but Kurt takes Will's side. Which is yeah. like, you're not peers. You're
2: not, there's no sides to be taken, Does right? we
0: get the like Sue Emma fight? No. no? Now we go to
1: God. Finn and Rachel.
2: Where?
0: In bed, right?
2: Well, no, so they are talking about
1: feelings. They are talking about feelings, yeah. And she mentions, um, you know, that she is glad he's been really patient with her. Yeah. Because she knows he thinks he's had sex before. (laughs) Um, And she says the line, when I'm 25 and I've won a bunch of Tonys and I'm ready to have intercourse and babies. And you watch Finn's, like, whole face go slack (laughs) in a really satisfying way. Um, and clearly tune out. By the way, and like, sort of no under interest. his breath, he's
2: like, "You want to
1: sex Yeah, <laughs> she's trying to tell him about like her life plans and her feelings, and he's like, oh, what do you "And
2: call he?" It? I'm sorry, but he has correctly zeroed in on the mm-hmm. important knowledge gleaned from that. <laughs> yes, which is not
1: I'm waiting for marriage because of some religious reasons. It's, I'm just going to wait till I'm 25 to have sex.
2: Because I will have won which a bunch is of Tonys.
1: fair. You can wait till however you want. Wait to forever it. if you want. Yeah, Teens, sure. again, should be celibate. But it's, it's
0: pertinent information in a relationship. <laughs> in a
1: relationship, yes.
2: <laughs> and it's also um, not super usual to plan to wait that long if marriage is not, like, what you're right. waiting for. Right, that's interesting. It's an usual, interesting choice she's made. Usual is not equal good, but it's unusual. Also, uh,
1: two other notes. One, that she thinks she's going to have won a bunch of Tonys by 25. <laughs> and two, that she's like, "What well, I'm ready, to have intercourse and babies. Which, okay, okay. You know, there are um, Planned Parenthoods in New York, so you're actually allowed to do just one of those things. <laughs> you... Either of them. You can do independently. Either of them independently. is actually yeah. incredible the things that science have done. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's it's just pretty... It's a good scene. I'm just... I'm just... Anyways, he appears
2: to have listened, so he gets to touch her baby.
0: Well, then she's like, when I have kids, I will want to raise them Jewish. Yes.
1: She's... That's what it is. Yes. Um, Also, hey, doesn't Finn still think that Rachel had sex with Jesse? when they all did like a virgin no one no Liz that was a whole season ago
2: no one that didn't happen this is a, it's on a different note card from the one, mean, one she got no handed before this episode okay. <laughs> right, Brad Belgic went to write this episode or, like, was, like they didn't fell off a long time Rachel the glue dried up right
1: Brad Belgic like went to go write this episode was like what do we know about Rachel and he was like she's lame end of knowledge
2: you know what it is? Is like left handed, oh, <laughs> so they keep erasing the whiteboard when they
1: try it right he it. He went to write, like, Rachel wants to win Tony's, and actually, not like wrote all like rubbed off I mean, Jesse exists. Of <laughs> Okay, so one day when she loses her virginity and is ready to have baby, she yeah. wants them to be Jewish, which Finn, like, kind of nervously agrees to. And then she's
2: like, thank you so much. And then in takes return, his
0: hand and places it on her breast.
2: No, they kiss. She's like, let's lay down on the bed, which I know we've talked about this before, but isn't it so nice not to be a teenager?
1: <laughs> it's so nice. The whole time I was nervous that Carol would walk in, even though I knew that she wouldn't.
2: <laughs> It's so satisfying. Um, And she does eventually she says, I wanna give you something since you've given me something. ew. That's how sex works, but okay. (laughs) But she does lift his hand and put it gently on the side of her breast.
0: Yeah. It's very delicate. Yes.
2: She's wearing like a stripy gap sweater. It's all very whatever. Fine, fine.
0: Kurt uh, not Kurt, Jesus. Finn is very excited about it.
2: (laughs) Very excited about it. Mailman excited about it. (laughs) Um, so then we get Sue talking to Santana and Brittany.
0: Is that what... Oh, yeah. i like that right
2: now. <laughs> they're occasionally still spying for her when the plot necessitates. <laughs> yeah. Um, And they basically are like, they're doing spirituality, Kurt hates it, or whatever. Okay. And then they do sort of a weird cut where Sue is like, how's your dad? And then we cut away and see she's now talking to Kurt.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: And this, I think, is when she convinces him to file a complaint or oh, something. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Wait, but I thought... She just complained to
2: Figgins, and now he's complaining to,
1: like, the school board. Because apparently a
2: student has to make an official complaint for any action to be taken.
1: This is when Emma comes storming into Sue's office, screaming about how, like, Sue's being unfair,
2: and that boy's having a rough time. It's also strongly implied that Sue is on the phone with Hillary Clinton.
1: Aren't
2: we all? Yeah. Aren't we all? She's like, goodbye, Madam Secretary. My love to Bill. Yeah.
1: That's the only good Hillary Clinton reference on a TV show in the uh, late aughts. Sorry.
2: Um,
1: Right, so Emma comes storming in. She's like screaming, even though she is the guidance counselor, and it is her job to understand the rules of the school and how to follow yeah. them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then, like,
0: interrogate Sue about her religious views.
1: She starts by yelling about how, um, you know, Kurt's having a rough time, and all anyone wants to do is pray for him. And you're like, yeah, he explicitly said he does not want that, which Sue kind of says. She's like, one, you're not supposed to do that, and two, that he's he's indicated he's not interested in right. that.
0: Right. Interestingly, this is a week where Sue is entirely non-evil.
2: She's yeah. smarter
1: than everyone else, and she's right. like the only adult in the room.
2: To for the record, I know this is not the show we're watching, but I like this version of Sue. Like, this she's not the soft. best version. She's of not Sue. like she's not like pointless, yes. but she's she's not goofy. She's it's, it's not the Sue that
0: like is funny and that adds. So right, it's not the Sue they ever return to. It doesn't. It, yeah, it
2: doesn't give you lines to like smash cut to in the yeah. palace.
1: No, firm but with a good reason. Sue is the best Sue.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: yeah. So then they inter- she interrogates Sue about her personal religious right. beliefs. And well, she's, she's like, right.
2: "What happened to you, basically?" Right. And there's Which a thing that shot. happened to
1: her, I guess. Right.
2: Because we all can point to one specific incident right. that we made us into the person we are today. This is where the
0: show gets, again, like very lazy and boring and right during Right. Where she's like...
2: Though I, I actually do yes. have a similar incident that we were able to this. Right
0: to. Sure, everyone has their reasons or whatever. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's insane. No, And one obviously will, yeah. it ties into like the only other thing we have when we want to soften Sue, which is her sister.
2: Right. Yeah, so she
1: says that because her sister, Jean, who we know has Down syndrome, yeah. Um, she always thought her sister was perfect growing up. It's her older sister. Yeah. And when she started to realize that kids were making fun of Jean, she would pray. Mm-hmm. I heard that they would it was it she would pray that, that, they, that they would, like, would figure stop, it out they would, they would f- stop that pray. they would see her the same way that, that she, she wouldn't
2: have down syndrome. No, they they would, that's, that's insane yeah. Yeah. and they actually handled this like not I not was, badly Yeah, I
1: was going to say I'm actually surprised that's not <laughs> where they took this Every oh, every um, moment of this episode
0: I was surprised that like like you're was waiting it didn't go worse like, than it went yes
1: and because that didn't work she doesn't really believe in God right
2: which, which is fine. I think it's similar, again, to a lot of stories people have. Yeah. It's actually fairly, like, all of this is fairly, like, gently and tenderly handled. Right. It's basically, right. so nice.
1: like, I went to go use the card I thought I had been given, and it turned out it didn't work, so now I don't believe in God. Like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how a lot of people decide they don't believe in God. Right. That's true. It's less one Same. Thing, more
0: than, like, like <laughs> yeah. our entire lived experience. Whatever. It makes sense. It's not terrible.
2: And then we're back in the choir room for some reason, but I forget why.
1: Does someone sing? No. No. We're I was just there. Kurt's yelling some more about it. How- oh, this is when everyone oh. yells at Kurt. Well, no,
0: so this is when it starts with Rachel and Finn alone. This is, Papa, can you hear me, right?
2: No. No. What? I know. That's later. I have that right now. Oh, you're right, right.
1: Everyone's
0: raised. This is Carol shows up.
1: No, No, they're in the choir room Robert, Robert.
2: you uh, already said that You watched this this episode today (laughs)
1: Um, They're in the choir room And the same way that uh, Emma had stormed in to yell at Sue About like, you're ruining everyone's good Jesus fun (laughs) um, They're all yelling at Kurt about like You can't say that we can't talk about God in here Even Mercedes is like, don't you think you're being reductive? And finally Mercedes gets Kurt to agree to go to church with her
0: now to be fair, Kurt is being reductive. This is a scene where he does a bunch of like.
2: He's like the flying spaghetti monster. Yeah. Like, okay. He's sixteen, and his dad is in a coma. Right. Leave him alone. His wishes are right. not being
0: honored. He is being reductive, but with good reason. He's being reductive in exactly the way I was at his age. Yeah. Right. Like totally understandable, totally in character. Right. And totally justified, especially like in
2: given. This the isn't like this isn't the, the week to like analyze like the complexity of your situation. Like you're just like right. your emotional dad is not pretty tapped out. out. Yeah. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So it totally makes sense. It's, um, it's like again. Kurt is one of two characters the show understands, Here,
2: is he? but he does eventually soften and agree to come to church yes. with Mercedes. Like, just and they have a really moment.
1: interesting conversation. And she's like, "I understand where you're coming from, but do you think that maybe there's something about religion that people find valuable? And would you be open to coming to my church?" Which and it's such a good friendship moment. She's like, "I right. understand that we are two yes. people who are friends, but we have different
2: beliefs. Right. Would you be open to mine?" And like, also, like, if I'm remembering correctly, she sort of expresses that, like. It's not that everyone expects him to believe in God. It's that what they're trying to express is that they're concerned for him and his father. And this is the way that they know how to express it.
1: Yes. Which is, it's a lovely, again, it's shocking that Glee
2: is doing this so well. I even was like, oh, you're right. You've turned me around. (laughs) Yeah. She also does say that everyone in church wears fabulous hats. Which is, again, <laughs>
1: right. a great way to get your friends you know, to come to church with you. And a nice way to, like...
2: Yeah, look, different.
1: friends. Set it off with a joke, like, um, uh, so friendly. Here's a petty thing. When they're done here, the bell rings again, and I really stop, wish that would stop happening. This is an after-school activity, and it is constantly like, ah, oh, time to go to math class. Like, it's not.
2: It's after-school. Well, at some point in here, Will does say, like, they can't do God stuff during school hours. And so I keep waiting for someone to be like... But it's fine. School, but it's over. four o'clock. So <laughs> maybe the reason he hasn't been teaching any Spanish is because they've just like started doing free period, all seven periods, and it's all old. it's ugly
1: all the time, except for when Kurt's in French class
2: or uh, Finn is in the locker room, but never on the football field, never yeah, on the football field, except no. for occasionally now. They um.
0: like have that set all the time.
2: Um, so we do actually now cut to the locker room. Finn is praying to grilled cheeses to be quarterback. Yeah, and here oh. is where again I was like. So still not for Bert to wake up then, Puck? No, you
1: already know about Bert, but now you're like, what if I was popular again, Jesus? (laughs) Um, Puck walks in, and he's like, "Okay, buddy, you pray him? And in this totally lovely dude moment, Finn's like, yeah. And Puck's like, oh, cool, I also actually have been praying. I went to temple with my Nana to pray for Bert, because I'm really bummed about it. And we're all like... What? And
2: <laughs> and Finn is, all of a sudden, for the first time, realizes that's something he could be praying for. He could for. be
1: using So the other the thing we're not talking about here is that Finn has started to believe that he solely has a connection to Jesus and that everything he prays for comes true.
2: Which is truly a weirder, darker storyline than it's I expected. Great.
1: Um so it actually is weirder that he's not using his like single most powerful man in the world to like help her.
2: Right. He's like what do I Like not even a again? quick little mention before you're like also quarterback. Um, but regardless This um, I think is
1: where Rachel does Papa can you hear me
2: I hate it I love what? it
1: This uh, is the best part Of this episode <laughs> a good episode
2: I hate slow songs It's so boring I it's love so
1: it
2: good. Are you near me Papa can you hear
1: me Papa can you help me Not be frightened Looking at the skies I seem to see A million One's so he they was, start outside
0: <laughs> in a very funny moment where like Rachel has taken Finn outside and he's like, "Why are we outside?" It's
1: lakeside at night. Yeah, and she's yes. like
0: something. something. She's like, "We'll be closer and to then, God." Yeah, and then also the scene yeah. where she sings it in the movie too is like, outside.
2: <laughs> she has a candle in like one of those beautiful glass like yeah. vases. Uh, the song
1: she does. Is she's great. wearing a perfect cloak. I did not realize how much I enjoyed this song until I watched all of Leah Michelle performing it I (laughs) was like I'm so happy I hate it Um, and then it
0: cuts in the middle to them at his bedside at Bert's bedside praying
2: in the the hotel room this might actually be before the Mercedes thing then because Kurt gets real mad and comes and finds them all praying yeah
0: Mercedes
1: happens after this Um, here's a quick poll so we're we're in the hospital room now, where um, Rachel, Quinn, and Mercedes have gathered around Bert's bedside with Carol to pray. They're actually taking, taking
2: turns. turns yeah, what they
1: say, but they're all there at the same time. So I don't really know how that. Okay. They're
2: praying one at a time. That's how praying works. Only one of you can pray.
1: Yeah, out loud. You're all you're performing <laughs> prayer.
2: Um, <laughs> would
1: you? It's your solo, if you will. Would you visit a sick, a friend's sick dad in the hospital if you had never met this dad before and you were in high school? No.
2: Without the friend present? No, it would be rude be and weird. It would be crazy. It
1: would be really weird. <laughs> Super crazy. Again,
2: a rude parallel. Yeah. <laughs> when Archie finds Cheryl at his dad's bedside and, like, kissing his dad's forehead.
1: Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say whether he's alive or dead. Well, or what episode um, it was in.
1: I, like, to this day, the list of people who I would show up to visit their parents in the hospital without that friend being there is, like, very small. It's very short. And I'm an short. adult person who now it's not as weird for me to show up places. And
2: there are a range of human experiences to have, and I guess I could see a situation in which, like, I was in the city where their parent was, and they were like, can you go visit him, or whatever. But, like, this the situation is Right, you're a teenager, weird. and it's not like you're all part of the same church.
1: you have like, uh, of course, Bert's a member, so, like, you're mm-hmm. gonna have to take turns visiting his bedside. It's like, specifically,
2: he's asked you not to do this out loud in front of him, and you've gone behind his back. Why did Carol endorse this? No one knows. She says something vague about, like, they're just trying to help. Which I guess, like, but also she's, she's grieving, yeah. so, like, we all make weird decisions.
1: Um, she, Romy Rochelle um, is made up, like, so beautifully. Well, she always is. She's perfect. She's beautiful. Is her name... It's Romy something. Romy it's Rosemont. Not Romy Michelle. No, that was clearly... Romi it's Michelle. Okay. Okay. It's Romy Rosemont. <laughs> Romy Rosemont, which I have said before correctly. Yeah. Forgive me. Um... um,
2: um but who Kurt has brought with him is a woman. Um, he brings this is, is a, in a, this very is a nice quick little offensible e- joke, just like yeah. the one in the whole episode. He
1: brings in a female acupuncturist mm-hmm. Yeah. who, I think, is it
2: Puck? Someone says something about, like, oh, you want a Supreme Muslim or whatever. Which is, okay. And she's like, I'm Sikh. Um, First of all,
1: yeah, not yeah, all yeah, people who look like me are Muslim. Right.
2: Um And uh she's there to do acupuncture on...
0: Right. And this is also where you can tell that, like, a writer was like, uh... Okay. We forgot to we have religion mention <laughs> versus something else. What's the other thing? And you have to veer into like whatever Kurt would be It was like New Age, like.
2: Well, actually, that's a weird thing. There's something right. Like, there's something later in this episode that makes me think that they're presenting acupuncture as like a, a similar like like a religion almost, or like a feature of religion. Wait, and I just want to make as... sure that Glee knows it's not. It's neither. It's neither connected with the Sikh religion nor a religion of its own.
0: No, no, it's neither. But Glee is positioning it's it as great like treatment option in <laughs> it the is. same range as like. Right, Maybe not like for her. Acupuncture, shit, like, it's not, I don't like Reiki, heal it, right? It's positioning as like counter to organized religion, like new agey stuff, like gay shit that Kurt would be into.
1: <laughs> oh, it's definitely gay shit that Kurt yeah, would be into. That's what it's like. So he, so he comes zero. in and he's like, I've actually brought someone to do acupuncture for my dad because like needles pierce the skin better than prayers. And you're yeah. like, okay um, I mean that's a solid burn for grieving he also looks he's wearing this like he all this episode Kurt wears um, like grays and reds which make him just look like austere and pale
2: and he's like a gothic heroine he looks like, incredible his, his like fiance has died or yes. something yes
1: um, it's so good yes he kicks everyone out he actually yeah. very firmly kicks everyone out he says please leave I'm gonna do this acupuncture with my dad but like I don't want you here I've asked you many times not to be here yeah. right all his friends by the way are still like we don't understand why Kurt's mad at us
2: which
1: is weird so weird.
2: Um, They're all dumb teens, though. I'll take it. Yeah. And then we do go to the football game where... So... (laughs) Sam still exists. Sam still exists. Sam is still the quarterback. Um, And then Finn calls a play counter to the play that Coach Beast has called. Yes. They agree to run it. Sam gets injured. Um, So Finn is now the quarterback.
1: And he believes that because he prayed for this to happen, he made himself the quarterback, but also caused Sam's injury. Yes.
2: Both of them, the same. He, That's how yeah, prayer
1: works. He
0: thinks God is the monkey's paw at this point.
1: Yes. <laughs> He's like, everything I want comes out bad, <laughs> but it happens. Yeah. My daughter's knocking on my door. <laughs> that happened. <laughs> She's been dead for years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the monkey's paw, right? I don't know. What?
0: Okay. Monkey's paw is like your wishes yeah, Everyone read through. the monkey's paw. I don't so remember the story.
1: specifics. Okay, well, uh, spoiler alert, at the end, their daughter who's been dead, they like wish her back and it turns out just her like a zombie self-commissioned. Okay. That makes well, sense. Or That's Practical hard. Magic. Or literally Practical or Magic, which is about the of the Edward spa. Eager books, yeah. where
2: like children get their wishes, but in very confusing ways that they really have to think Speaking through. Speaking
1: which, I did do my seasonal watch of Practical Magic. Isn't true of, like...
2: I'm saving it for a special occasion.
1: Doesn't that happen in
0: Shazam, the like, movie with... Shaq? Is that Shaq? I've do not don't seen that.
2: Films <laughs> with Shaq. At, uh, yeah, it plays sorry, Shaquille. Have you never seen Space Jam? You've seen Space Jam. Okay, I, don't okay. <laughs> I don't currently watch it.
1: I don't currently watch
0: it? It's called Kazam. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so um, now we're in the choir room. Everyone's congratulating Finn. He's all like, mmm, I killed someone or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I guess Sam's not dead, but you know what I mean? Peck says something about, like,
1: that kid's arm almost came all the way off, and Finn's like, ha yeah, definitely, I didn't do it. <laughs> With my magic cheese powers.
2: And so then Kurt tells a very moving story about how when his mom died um, at the funeral, his dad, like, didn't say anything, but he just, like, squeezed his hand. Yes. Oh, and then yeah. when, he, when he first visited his dad in the hospital earlier, he was like, um he's talking to hands. his dad Squeeze I'm holding your hand Please, maybe you can yeah. hear me yeah and then he says I want to hold your hand
1: yeah it's like incredibly beautiful
2: oh please say to me
1: you'll let me be I remembered out of nowhere like I was struck by a bolt of lightning that um Chris Colfer won an Emmy for this episode.
2: Oh really? That's, that's, well, that's well deserved. Good. Right? He does yeah. really good job. He I think
1: job. is actually the only member of the Glee cast to win an Emmy and he won it for this episode and it is explicitly I'm sure because of this moment where he sings him. I want to hold your hand oh, you while get, like, looking so many close-ups. It's
2: also intercut with like flashbacks yeah. to a young Kurt they, Which they cast- looks just like Ooh. him. And he's, he's wearing a bow tie and a suit, and his dad is, like, having a tea party. And, again, yeah. you go back to you realize how long Bert has known, first of all, that his son was gay. In and like also how like it's just been the two like, of them. Yes. And, he's so and like, his dad's teaching him on a red bike, and they're both... Yeah. Uh, and, again, so this is a show that, like, doesn't have time to dedicate to any character except for
1: Rachel or maybe Finn. And a show that doesn't take anything very seriously. And yet you understand because of the acting Chris Colfer does in the scene and throughout this episode, you get that entire depth of that relationship. Right. Like you understand how much he cares, how much he's had having a hard time growing up, how much it's been a struggle for him the last few weeks and the months. And also, I know that he his talked dad's about stuff, it. but This was stuff. the
2: moment that when like I realized, like like I knew his mom was dead, but this was the moment where I was like, oh shit, his mom is dead. Like right. if his dad dies, get, like, he's by himself. Here
1: are these characters, and they we you know one thing about about each of them, and like the thing we know about Kurt is that he's gay and his mom's dead. Yeah, um, you're like oh. Oh,
2: he'll be alone if his dad dies. Yes,
1: he's having the worst week of his life. Yeah. And that is this is a dude who's been like gay bullied for ten years. Like and
2: before which his mother died. His mother died. He's had some rough weeks. Yeah, yeah. in the
0: flashbacks we get them in a graveyard too.
2: It's yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh.
1: Does everyone go watch Chris Call for Wedding and Emmy after this? <laughs> it's really lovely. I'm gonna do that. Um so I think I think you're right that this is when Mercedes is like it's time to come to church.
2: And he's like fine.
0: Yeah, because this is where he is. He's, like, softened up a bit. Yeah. He says something. was like, that he...
1: everyone's realizing the magnitude of what their friend is going through, which yeah. is a th- another thing this show does oddly well, and I think they did it well when Quinn was pregnant, which was a lot of teens who were, who were faced with something that was bigger than what they'd ever done, mm-hmm.
2: yeah. and they didn't know what to do about it until they did. And they kind of flail around, but then they rise to the occasion in a way that's really moving. Really
1: lovely. Yes. And, like, this is one of those moments when they're all like, oh, yeah, okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah, how can we help? Yeah.
1: What do you actually need?
0: Um, yeah, so she invites him to church. She's like, every week we dedicate the service to someone. I've de- I've dedicated this coming week to your dad.
1: Kurt's wearing a banana's hat.
2: Wait, wait,
0: wait. I mean, I'm still at the lockers. I'm oh, okay. Chat, chat. Um, because because like, in
2: between, him. we're actually getting yeah. another weirdly nice scene uh, with Finn and Emma, where Finn's ex- finally explaining his grilled cheeses situation. Yes. And Emma's sort of... In another bit of like good guidance counseling, like gently explaining that that's not how Jesus works.
1: Right, religion is an important factor in a lot of people's lives, but maybe you did not cause Sam to break his arm, with and you Jesus maybe don't power. have
2: like a direct line to him. And Finn has a legit ex- existential crisis where he basically says like Wait, but then we're all just like Float spinning around out, out here. here." And yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, but it's uh, rough." Um, is this when he sings "Losing My Religion"? I'm sure, the fuck
1: oh, is. It was so funny. This is a perfectly no, no, executed no. We
0: plot. We've got the order wrong. Big Because. No. He does sing that after this meeting, but there's church before he sings that. Oh, fine.
1: Agree
2: to disagree. Um, <laughs> yeah, well. But he does sing Losing My Religion.
0: That's true. We can And he, and he
2: imitates Michael Stipe's voice in a way that's funny. <laughs> it's so perfect. I thought it was good. I, <clears> it was fine. Had you described this to me before I saw it, I would have been like,
1: that sounds terrible. Why would I want to watch that? But then I was charmed.
0: Okay, so now we do go to church? Yes. Okay, fine.
2: Either before or after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heard it both um, ways.
0: Um, we go to church. This is another moment in the episode that, like, maybe is a little lazy, right, and that it's an instance that we've seen in a lot of things, right, of where, like, a white person goes to a black church.
2: True, yeah. And, and it's, like, profoundly
0: moved. Yeah, sure. We have it on, like, Kimmy Schmidt last <laughs> season, too. Yeah. Um, uh, which is, like, not the best thing in the world.
2: It's but not... It feels moderately respectful.
0: It feels more respectful. It feels... It feels like, I believe they're a friendship. Yeah. More, right? Yeah. It like, and
1: also because the police don't have a bad job of a lot of things, but it's done a good job of making me think these two people are friends, so I'm not as angry about it. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. not like it feels, a cool black girl brings a dorky white boy to her church and, like, oh, he discovers the people are different, but all the same, yeah. like, this is a girl bringing her friend. Juliet right.
2: Barnes discovers a black church. Literally. <laughs> would like to make a gospel album now.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Um, they sing Bridge Over Troubled Water. Right? Yeah,
2: it's really lovely. It's oh, really nice. So
0: everyone stands up and Kurt's like slow to stand up and everyone sits standing around him is like get up we he still seems pretty
2: ambivalent up. but not like angry yeah
0: yeah. No. Yes. it feels totally realistic also feels realistic that like if you feel weird about religion in any way the one thing that might win you over is singing right yes that's
1: so mm-hmm. like really yes. easy which is again the lesson the lesson that Will Schuster should have been trying to teach but instead
2: Mercedes had to do yeah. it yes I guess if you wanted also to separate church and state there are many different types of spirituality you could say whatever yours is, you can access it in this way that we all share. And yeah, maybe yeah. that's the way we can unify our spirituality. So instead it's... of, well, she's just saying that, you've <laughs> now said <laughs> Those are two yeah, women who are better later. at teaching. <laughs>
1: um,
2: and then we get yeah. uh, Sue and her sister. But I forget what they're talking about. Um, so
1: Sue's talking about this issue she's having, which is like right. Right, being right. angry about this, you know, whatever, spirituality lesson.
0: Right. And then she asks her sister... If she believes in God, I yeah, think. yeah, and really? Jean's like, yeah. of course I do. Yeah, because God doesn't make any mistakes.
1: I have no articulate feelings, I guess, about um, Jean being the like person with a disability who is also like cheerier and perfect sure, and like a optimistic. Like, it's just a little a sainty, um, <laughs> but it makes sense for these two characters, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah, and you um, know, I mean, the the nice moment, right, is um, Jean is like, you're letting me win. And Sue's denying it. And then Sue tries to win. And then she's like, oh, I cheated. (laughs) It's like, that that part is cute. Yeah, Yeah. they're good sisters. Yeah, Yeah, so
1: Gina explains that, of course, she believes in God. And Sue says she doesn't. She tells the story again about, like, you know, when kids made fun of you, it made me, like, not uh, believe in God anymore. And um Jean offers to pray for her sister. And so, yeah. so she would like that. And I watched this at two in the morning and cried. That's so, fair. The acting is really like, good here. Yeah. Like, Divorced of moment. all context, yeah. if you just watch that moment, you'd be like, this is beautiful. Yeah, where Great. She's
2: like I feel like I'm gonna write like a, like I am gonna compile all of our glee reviews into a book titled Divorced from All Context. <laughs> right, take these Trial Separation
1: sessions. from Context. <laughs>
2: um so now we get Kurt and Burt again. Well, Kurt, I just want to, like, set the scene as wearing a green-checked collared shirt and, like, a shawl-white sweater, just <laughs> Perfect, is so just so precious. He looks like he's seven brides for seven brothers. Yep. It's wonderful. Yep. I don't know if he's the bride or the brother, but it's
1: really nice. <laughs> um, oh, it's just so... Yeah, he's sitting there. He's uh, at a bird's bedside telling him basically all the things he's wished he could say all week, which is why he's been all, so angry.
2: I'll and um, he he ends his speech by saying, I don't believe in God. I believe in you i believe in us that's what's sacred to me yeah which is like
1: whew. those two dudes only have each other oh my god except for bert has carol so kurt feels lonely
2: and weird i mean same. same um but yeah so bert sort of slowly starts squeezing his hand and kurt calls in the nurse and it's just like it's heavily implied kurt, Bert's gonna be okay
1: yeah and also i mean this was a moment i mean this was a gift to Chris Colfer as an actor of, like, we're going to give you this moment of realizing that your dad who almost died is going to be okay, but Chris Colfer yeah. does such a good job with it. It's, it's not overplayed. He doesn't, like, burst into tears. Like, Mm-mm. he's just so relieved and it's excited. Yeah. Oh so good.
2: I think he acts this whole episode so, like, well, like, just that sort of, like, brittle, like, grief, just, like, barely below the surface.
1: It's one of those things that, considering that, you know, most of these actors hadn't hadn't acted a lot before... Um there was no we weren't sure that they were going to be able to do things like this and, like Chris Colfer does such a good job and I'm so proud of him
2: me too Um <laughs> in 2010
1: I don't know about modern day Chris Colfer we're not friends
2: it seems like just <laughs>
1: writing books <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> which are doing fairly well honestly gosh, I should, I I should really I read, read one I will <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to read them Sorry, I'm going to read one out and, out. and it's going to be a quiz um <laughs> Then we cut to Will and Sue in the auditorium watching a performance. Okay, so this I think is just a straight up like, Christian rock or gospel song, no, right? It's not what a Christian is Rogue it? Song.
1: What is, is it? It was like on the radio. Did you hear
2: Osborne's One of
1: Us? Yeah. Which I also heard as a child Wait, on the are you, radio. Are you not familiar with it? No. Oh what? my god. It was, for, <laughs> does this mean that you haven't grown up your entire life secretly whispering to yourself, whatever God what was, whatever
2: God was, was, one it was
1: like a, us, Okay. just a stranger. On I'm,
0: I'm on the Wikipedia page for it because it, it charted really well. I
1: feel like my dad used to sing this to me.
0: It's not like a Christian
2: rock Gee, well, it song. It
1: sounds like one. Well, uh, okay how in would fairs, you describe the styling in this scene? Uh,
2: oh, Christian but, rock. Like, that's <laughs> like, that's yes. what threw me off is that's because true. they're all dressed as like that sort of weirdly chased slutty teen Christian rock thing where they're all in like understated but clear makeup and like... Uh, Pure
1: white button-down shirt.
2: Right, and skirts that are almost... Too short, but like, but like not fine. quite. Like it's weird. It's um, it, I sound like describing this. you, but you know how, what like
1: I mean? when an entire Mormon family Mormon family needs to like take a family photo together. <laughs> but like it doesn't really make sense to buy everyone like identical outfits to wear once.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. But you all have a white shirt and you all have denim. You
2: have a white shirt and you all have denim, you have a white shirt and you have khaki pants. Yeah. I actually did uh with my like Stepmom and stepsister and siblings See? get our photo taken at a photo studio yeah. in, like, the Central Valley of California, all wearing white shirts and jeans.
1: Same. Ours were jean shorts and tucked in white t-shirts.
2: And the background had, like, clouds and a willow tree or yeah. whatever. There was, like, a fake column that the littlest one was sitting on. I don't even remember. 2010. That's how they styled these yeah. cool people. <laughs> um,
0: the song hit number four in the Billboard Hot 100. Okay, well... It was, like, a big song. And it's not Christian, because you can, it's way too doubtful.
2: What year?
0: Like, 1990-something.
2: Okay, well... In that year, I was really fixated on the Beatles.
0: 1995. So. Fair. Okay, to be fair, I was three years old, so like it kept getting played on the All right, radio. fine. It's my
2: personal specific failing. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm holding
0: <laughs> that because I love this song. It's really good.
2: It's by who?
0: Joan Osborne. She didn't have any other like hits. Oh.
1: Yeah, that's it. She yeah. just did one of us. About, like, what if God rode the bus with you?
0: Right. And if you saw his face, would you have to believe in everything else that, like, it's just, like... It's deep. It's very. It's so deep. We're all
2: just out here spinning alone in space.
0: I think it was also used as the theme song for Joan of Arcadia, right? That sounds awesome.
2: right. It was, <laughs> yes. What? Um, oh, my God. If it was not used as a theme song for Joan of Arcadia, that's criminal.
0: Theme song.
2: I'm going to. It is. It's it's on one my of list. It was one of
0: us. It was the theme song to Joan of Arcadia.
2: I'm not going to, for the record.
0: To what? watch, watch uh, Joan, of Joan of Arcadia. Arcadia. I watched like, the first two when it came out. My mom was really into it, I think.
2: Okay, three
1: words <laughs> or less. Was this episode of Glee good? Oh, wait.
0: I have one more thing to say before we oh. go there. Which is that this song is the first time. No, this performance in Glee is the first time I've really liked Tina's voice.
1: Yeah, it's really good.
2: Oh, yeah, it's a good one. It and really she's also fits. wearing red lipstick throughout this episode. Yeah. Which she'd never yeah. done before. She
0: needs to do more like. Uh, like easy listening pop rock, <laughs> or like she could do like like women's music, right? Like,
2: <laughs> excuse me. No, like,
0: oh no, dear. Like like Lil the Lilith Fair. No, no,
2: no, yeah, know yeah. uh, What do they call it? Um, like vagina rock, or something. Yes.
0: Yeah, We've listened to the same podcast about this. I know. Is we're it, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Still processing. Yes. Shout out to our non-podcast <laughs> friends who do not know who we are. No idea. Very good.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, she should do more of this. It fits her voice way better than the other stuff she's done. I think. Agreed. Um, Okay, but yeah, three words or less, as you were saying. Was it good this week? I think, yeah.
2: God bless Kurt. (laughs)
0: It's charming as hell. (laughs) (laughs) All right.
1: Dad, I'm right here. I'm not going anywhere. If God
2: had a name, what would it be? call it to his face if you were faced with
0: him in all his glory what would you ask
1: if you had just one question
0: okay so a question for everyone okay uh if you had to have them do one more song that in any way was about or reference god or spirituality <laughs> uh what song would it be and who would do it
2: so god only knows <laughs> seems like the most That's obvious the answer, answer. Yeah, that
0: um, makes sense. It's yeah. not where my brain went, but it's
2: <laughs> the only correct answer. I'm trying to think. You should do it though. I could see Kurt
0: Quinn. I could see Quinn's voice pulling it off, but for a character, it doesn't quite make sense.
1: True. I guess I was thinking I wish her voice would be lovely.
0: That <laughs> makes sense.
2: I mean, I feel like for Kurt, like God only knows that I'd be without you. It's pretty heart wrenching for this exact episode. If he's to sing a song, that's actually but I guess romantic. he's like not like singing about God. Also, this episode.
0: Um, yeah but you could use it metaphorically I don't know yeah it's a little weirder
1: I'm gonna continue to frame everything as uh, 10 episodes from now but um, Santana could sing that to Brittany and I would lose my mind about it
0: that's true they do yeah no they don't have anything this episode actually Never mind.
1: not really um mine is Gypsies, Tramps and Thieves. <laughs> no. There's a Preacher in it. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's no different than only the good Die Young. That's true.
0: That it's exactly
1: Um and Mercedes would do it maybe with Santana. I love it.
0: Santana could do a Preacher Man and it'd be fun too. <gasps> <gasps>
2: that's a good one. Yeah.
0: Um my brain went the other direction <laughs> and the first thing I thought of was literal worship songs that <laughs> yeah. I love yeah. to hear say. Uh God of Wonders is now stuck in my head. Oh, that's There's, a charming one. Uh and oh. e- as an atheist, I find that delightful. Yeah. And then the other thing is like also literal Christian music. Would have loved to hear someone do some jars of clay. I think Puck could have done a really good <laughs> flood.
2: I also would have liked that song. Um, as I went down to the river to, play, to pray. Sure. If you want like an <laughs> older, yeah, like, yeah,
0: that would be good. Yeah. Um, sure. Lots of things that could make you cry. There are like, um, what's the one about dying? I'll fly away. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> They're both on the Yeah. No, yeah. Soundtrack. Oh, true. Uh, yeah. I think um, Alison
2: Krauss sings them both, and it's so yes. oh, lovely. Yes, 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 yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's my answer. It starts with Clay, Flood, final answer. But if I can't swim
2: 40 days... There's a bunch of weird Beatles ones about spirituality, but I feel like it be... <laughs> you know what? Actually, I'd be interested to see the, <laughs> I see, the try it. Um,
1: Okay, I have a brief quiz about Ryan Murphy, everyone's least favorite man. <laughs> um, so Ryan Murphy credits an actress that he has worked with in the past um, for the creation of his family. Here's the quote, and then I'm going to read you four names. You tell me which actress fits in here. Okay.
0: Is a quote from him talking about it? It's
1: from him. He says, when I was working with her, I was single, and I went out to dinner with her and name, and they <laughs> had a conversation with me. It's her husband's name, so I do want to say. Um, about settling down and having a family, and I was inspired, Murphy said. And then literally six months later, I got engaged. So I always looked at her as a friend and mentor in terms of how to be happy out of the business. That was a very memorable and life-changing dinner for me.
2: So it wasn't Sarah Paulson.
1: Four options. <laughs> um, Kate Lindlett. Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle's not married. Julia Roberts. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon. Susan Sarandon was my instinct as well. It's Julia Roberts. They're friends? I, Have they worked together? I suppose. I guess on. What was the, the one about AIDS... Was she in the,
2: Was she in? And the band played on. I'm no, Normal it. Heart. No. Oh my God! Why are
1: we talking about Anna Well,
2: I don't know. That's what I think of when you say the
1: one about Aiden. I don't know. I don't know when they worked together, but apparently he spoke at the Scala about her.
2: She okay. was not in a Normal Heart. All right. Well, maybe. Well, let he me might. Google
1: <laughs> Julia Roberts. Oh, no,
0: no. What's the? Oh.
1: What's
2: <laughs> no, he. She wasn't a Normal Heart. <laughs> was she? you're right she was the doctor my bad sorry Oh.
1: Okay. I was like because the other thing is eat pretty love and he didn't direct that <laughs> no, okay. first... first of all Julia Roberts has
2: been in lots of things besides those the two thing things that's the other thing mentioned
1: in this Vanity Fair article sorry <laughs> yeah. for not
0: clarifying uh, that's the first google result for Julia Roberts Ryan Murphy is the Vanity Fair article about the family thing it's like the headline <laughs> is about and then Him her well, I'm glad you hadn't
2: read it before around. I did this <laughs> guys well oh, I apologize for uh, seeming so certain that I was right
0: uh, Ryan Murphy directed E Pray, Love. I'm sorry, what? Ryan Murphy directed E Pray, Love. No, he
2: didn't. No. People liked E Pray, Love. Not me, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Ryan Murphy directed E Pray, Love.
2: Holy shit, no. You
0: guys are idiots. No.
2: Okay, we're gonna have to do a special like, episode of <laughs> Eat Pray Love, guys. Yeah. Oh, we should do it the next two seasons. Yeah. yeah. Everyone yeah.
0: listening who knew that was so mad at us until I'm glad I googled. They just had three we really, were really angry guys.
2: people are sitting on the train, being like, we're, "We're gonna, gonna take, take their, their podcast <laughs> on, God.
1: God. <laughs> Of course, he directed Eat Pray Love. Well, okay, I'm an idiot. <laughs> we're all idiots. I you didn't... know
2: what? No, I will not apologize for not knowing that Ryan Murphy directed Eat Pray Love. It, it makes sense I'm when you glad think I didn't about
1: know.
0: it. Like it fits. I haven't seen it. He's definitely probably,
1: going to the, we, He's definitely written with Elizabeth Gilbert, then, right? Oh yeah. Like Maybe. wacky Elizabeth Gilbert, whom we all love.
2: I go back and forth. <laughs> Elizabeth Gilbert, if you're listening, I love your podcast. <laughs> or your, your your book, excuse me, come on this We're in your book,
1: but you're a little bad shit. <laughs> that's fair. Which is honestly um, the kindest thing we can say about a person.
2: Yeah, I hope someone says it about me someday. Okay. I
1: think is that's all
0: we got for this week. Alright. So, please um, follow us on Twitter at good and on Instagram. Same, same. Uh, send us an email on Gmail at whatskwego.gmail.com. I, I was about to say send us a Gmail. Send us a Gmail.
1: <laughs> send us an I mean, honestly, we're like, what, two years away? <laughs> um, and call us, 330-366-6130, and just let us know mm-hmm. what you're thinking about.
0: Another fun thing you can do is leave a review on iTunes if you'd like.
1: Oh, oh yes, leave right. a review on iTunes. We forget that We
0: sometimes. forget. I haven't checked it in
2: I, months. you know, let's I assume we're top five ever. We're not. Okay. Mm. So listeners, I do need you well, to leave reviews until we are at least in the top 5 or at least rate.
0: I need to be on a list on Gothamist by 2019. I
2: need to be on some <laughs> sort of, some sort of podcast to check out list. Like there's yeah, got to yeah. be some like niche list of like podcasts you'll like if you like a weird thing.
1: A weird podcasts you might think are okay. <laughs> 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 don't think, don't listen to the first season yeah. podcast. Yeah. Podcasts you'll it's feel like all and right and <laughs> <laughs> about doing dishes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Podcast you'll listen to on the train and not mind that you can't hear anything when the sea comes in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Podcast to listen to on two times speed.
2: <laughs> okay, bye, don't watch yeah, Glee. Bye. Don't watch Glee. You watch Glee if you wanna.
0: Actually, this episode, you'll watch
2: Glee if you want. Bye. Get ready for me, love, cause
0: I'm a comer. i simply gotta march, my drum and no, Somebody don't know.